Dave from Australia, from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious Bill Show Studios. It's time for the Bill Show Politics this week. And now, here are your hosts, Bill and Randy. Hello, Randy. Oh, oh, Willie, I'm just so cold. Are you cold? I'm so cold. Yeah. We're so cold. It's, uh, tell the listener, you know, that, uh, don't confuse them, though, that in the Southern Hemisphere, it's actually winter. It's cold. And, yeah, yesterday, or no, uh, was it Monday was the solstice, the shortest yeah. day of the year. Yeah. And um, uh, they might not understand that it's the opposite down here, but it's true. It is true. Um, it is. I got to tell you, all of us. Dra- g'day, my name's Australia, and I like to tell g'day, you g'day, yeah, that yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm very cold, and my nipples are now erect. Yes, that's right. Yes, no, that's, all that's of our nipples nipple. are very erect. That's not a nipple. Uh, that's not a nipple. This is a nipple. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> we are all very chilly. Down here, and we like to greetings to everybody out there. If you're uh, one of our regular listeners, God help you. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'd like to say hello to Val and everybody, and all of our friends, and God love you. Yeah, and Glenn's, thank you. Glens Falls is the center of the universe. I think. What's that? What did you say? Glen Glens Falls is the center. Glen of the Falls. Universe. Val, we yeah. love Val. Uh, listen, we wanted to get on with a show. This is one of our weekly shows, ladies and gentlemen. We were talking a little bit about mm. um, There was a short thing that I, I, I kind of did notice, along with it being very, very cold, that um, there was a news report about the new Delta virus. It was a news report about the new Delta virus. Evidently, the Delta variant. Yeah, the yeah, Delta yeah. variant. Whatever it, it sounds like, Star Trek, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? It's like Delta yeah. variant, and and evidently this Delta variant could be more deadly than the virus. And they did a poll on NBC News just before I went in, and, and evidently the people that aren't taking it are eighteen to twenty-four year olds. Yeah, and they're uh, just as susceptible. The next time someone sits there and says the natural intelligence of children, I'll go, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> What the, what the fuck are you talking? That, oh, they're just naturally intelligent. Not that I've seen. They're pretty yeah. much what I was at 18. I was a moron. <laughs> Remember those yeah. things you did when you were 18? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's a miracle you're alive. <laughs> Especially in the 70s. I mean, for fuck's sake, when we were in the 70s, Jesus Christ, you know, you'd go away. You didn't come back till dark. You didn't, you know, obviously you're playing with sticks and running yeah. around without protective clothing. I mean, the gym set that you had hung from in the 70s, it was, it was ba- no cushioning or anything. It was just basically a torture set. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's, we were hardened. Is, Willie, we were Willie, hardened. You and I, yeah, you and I grew up in the era uh, where most of these vaccines were developed. Now, since they were developed in the, uh, the 18th century, Literally, the average uh, age has uh, uh, life expectancy has doubled, mm. doubled from yeah. 40 to 80. 80 it's amazing, uh, isn't it? For people. Yeah. yeah, it is. Now, why do people think that that was an accident? It's not just good food and uh, mm. things like It was the vaccine. So we didn't get smallpox. We didn't get polio. We didn't That's get right. mumps and rubella and whooping cough. 
all of those things. I mean, you and I were before some of those vaccines. We had to go to parties to get the disease. I know. I, I remember talking <laughs> to you about it. It was like you went to yeah, a mump yeah. party or something. Yeah, especially yeah. the boys, because you, if you did it after puberty, you could get the temperature could uh, fry your uh, gonads. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know why young people think that they're so bulletproof that they well, can ignore young people, the young writing people, on the wall. The young people think they're bulletproof. They do, really, seriously. That's why we draft them to go to war. They don't think they're going to die. Now, I'm sorry, now, America, that's cynical, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you see America, an 18-year-old, the risks they'll take, especially yeah. a man, Jesus. You know, I mean, and yeah. you, you interview some of these guys down at, uh, you know, they're down at the parties, you know, in Florida, the spring break parties. I don't think you're dealing with much of a cancer <laughs> cure here, you know I mean? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But I'm now, also will it, will it? I, I'm also saying, you know, I mean, you can't blame their kids. Kids do things. Now, America has just passed 600,000 dead. Jesus, it's, they're man. still dying. They're still catching it. More yeah. people than were killed killed in all American wars, the Civil War, the yeah. Revolution, First World, yeah. Second World War, Vietnam, Korea, all of those wars are yeah. now dead from COVID. Now, that's not bullshit. No, it's not bullshit. And some of them are young. I don't, I don't, know, what to, I don't know what to say. <laughs> we here in Australia kind of look at Americans and go, what the fuck, man? You yeah. know, it was, we don't like to swear as much as I do, obviously, but we, I see Australians watching American news going, what the, what, what, what? you know? I mean, it's just like, you know, America, uh, you know, uh, certain empires were destroyed. Like, uh, like, like, for example, Japan in World War II. Uh, the nuclear bomb destroyed Japan. You know what's going to destroy America? Stupid is going to yeah. destroy America. Com- complacency. <laughs> it is, it will be the only yeah. empire destroyed, not by the Mongols, not by the hordes, <laughs> not by not a volcano, by but by yeah. stupid. <laughs> Just yeah. large amounts of real dumbass. <laughs> and on that note, that's, how's that yeah. for a segue? How's that? Yeah, uh, that, that per- perfect, perfect opening, Bill. Thank you, man. It took a while. I, I got there, though. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for our update on the news this week from Washington, D.C., by way, of course, Melbourne, Australia, the heartbeat of your nation, it's now time for the news. Give me the theme. Oh, uh, folks, there's a lot to talk about, folks, and what has been happening down in uh, Washington in the last week. As you know, Biden's been trying to get his plans passed. Uh, Once again, that place where all good intentions go to die, the U.S. Senate, is killing the Biden agenda. Just like every, just like a Republican smothered and hid the body of Obama's jobs bill and every other decent piece of legislation put forward by the Democratic president from Obama till now. Now that the GOP has rejected even debating the legislation that would stop the GOP's state laws that restrict young and black voting, well, now we are completely stopped without a new strategy <laughs> to show anybody that some momentum can be gained before we're up for election again. 
At the moment, the Democratic Party doesn't have a backup plan on elections, and Democratic senators acknowledge their internal maneuverings over the filibuster have only begun after months of dominating their time and control in a completely useless effort to get Republicans to sign on. Now, how could we ever have expected this to happen? (laughs) This is amazing. Wait a minute. I think Barack Obama actually released a statement about it today. He actually spoke on it today, Randy. And this is what he said. Yeah, you see, here it is. At this moment, our nation is facing a host of big and difficult challenges. And more than anything else, what's required to meet those challenges right now is a sense of cooperation and common purpose among our leaders. What we need is a willingness in Washington to put the public's interest first, a willingness to score fewer political points so that we can start solving more problems. That's why I was disappointed this week to see a dreary and familiar politics get in the way of our ability to move forward on a series of critical issues that have a direct impact on people's lives. Yeah, that Barack Obama, that's uh, that's a smart thing he just said about yesterday. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. That's him from 2010. <laughs> I don't know, man. Are you getting the feeling that, I don't know, you might have done this before? <laughs> when actually I can go back and find a clip from Obama from 2010 and just plop it in and it's the same shit. If you feel... Yeah, it's like John Wayne from 1973. That's right. Uh, and, and it was actually pertains to 2020. That's right. We're old enough to remember. <laughs> And, and if you feel like nausea, you know it, it feel you know what it feels like, Randy. It feels like that nausea you get when you throw up a bit in your mouth and you taste that horrible meal that you had yeah. before. <laughs> That's yeah. the sensation I'm feeling right now, <laughs> watching yeah. these negotiations. <laughs> and it kind of reminded me of something I saw when I was young. You want me to share it with you? This is something very rare that I found. Yes, yes this please. is what this is what. All this shit that we've been watching, all this shit about infrastructure, all this shit about the voting rights act, all this dance with Manchin, all the dance with McConnell, this is what it is. Throw to 1972 and my childhood. Charlie Brown, oh Charlie Brown. I can't believe it. She must think I'm the most stupid person alive. Charlie Brown, I'll hold the ball and you kick it. Absolutely. Come on, Charlie Brown. It's a big honor for you. Well, if it's that important, a person should never turn down a big honor. Maybe I should do it. Besides, she wouldn't try to trick me on a traditional holiday. This time I'm gonna kick that football clear to the moon! Yes! That's it! (laughs) What an an idiot. What an idiot, Charlie Brown. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, this entire thing is that. 
It's like watching Lucy pull away the football from Charlie Brown for the 10,000th time. And after a while, you lose your anger with Lucy and you just started getting pissed with Charlie Brown. You stupid. You want to throttle a jerk and just look at him and say, Lucy's not going to hold the football for you. Hey, Randy. Uh, yeah, and there was another thing that I wanted to mention. You don't mind, do you? <laughs> no, it's your show. <laughs> I'm just I'm a sorry. second banana. I went on a bit about that, but uh, a lot of things getting me upset. No. I, I, I don't know. And, uh, and this is that's what that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. And and I got to say that uh, I was going past the. Uh, I was going past my living room the other day, and I heard uh, Morning Joe, and uh, I'm making this into a regular segment, ladies and gentlemen. In this segment that we are going to do regularly from now on, because I hate my own head, it's our check-in, b- folks, to the tune of the Archies, There She Blows. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, it's our regular check-in. With Morning Blow. That's right. The Morning Joe Fuck Show with Joe and Mika and every Republican that's not a Trump guy. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, I was watching uh, Morning Joe uh, and I heard this. Um, they were playing a clip from Bill Maher. And I, and I, I was kind of wondering how long it was going to take before the guys over at Morning Joe decided to, uh, you know, stop being on kind of our side and, and start going at the liberals. Well, it didn't take long, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't even cleaned up the mess from the last presidency that they were in charge of. But, yes, it started to come out. And the first thing that started to come out was a criticism that uh, Bill Maher did on woke culture. And I want to talk a little bit about that, but it was used as a kind of whipping boy to kind of beat the crap out of liberals in the Morning Joe show. So let's uh, let's listen to a little cut of what they were talking about over at Morning Joe in relation to uh, woke culture and latte liberals. Okay, here it goes. There are a hell of a lot of Americans trying really hard these days to embrace a new spirit of inclusion and self-reflection. And this progressive allergy to acknowledging societal advances is self-defeating. Because progress and hope that we can achieve it is the product we're selling. Extremeness of the of these, as, as Reverend says, latte liberals, is just even with borderline moderate progressives like myself, it's the wrong key. It really, really does. Well, you've been talking about latte liberals and talking about uh, talking about uh, some people being uh, far too extreme. Yeah, Randy, we're latte liberals now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, uh, we used to have latte liberals here. Sipping our lattes or Chardonnay, wasn't it the Chardonnay? Yeah, Chardonnay guy? set. Yeah. I, yeah, the Chardonnay yeah. set. <laughs> I love when I love when people who formerly supported Trump and the Republican Party get pissed off about us being too extreme. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, firstly, I can understand Bill Maher being pissed off with woke culture, uh, Randy. It's a pain in the ass. Me? Can you explain that to me? <laughs> Woke culture is, it's like, you know, I have no idea what it means. You're being very, very politically correct about the way you talk. 
and criticizing other people for not being woke to the current, um, you know, uh, the uh, being racist or being f- uh, anti-feminist by what so they say, aware, either in error aware, or not. Aware. Being yeah, aware. being aware, socially aware. And I, I have two very woke culture kids in my household when I see them. And I, you know, it's very awkward because I still laugh at mother-in-law jokes, you know. I just, you know, <laughs> which are anti-feminist. You know, we, we actually had an argument about Pepe Le Pew, and I'm not fucking kidding you. <laughs> and no, because I do not think. He's a misogynist that, and, a, and, a, and a rake or he, something, yeah. Well, that it was sexually inappropriate, and I don't think, this is, this is what I think. I don't think that fucking Pepe Le Pew in the Warner Brothers cartoon should be banned because it's uh, a bad role model for human interaction. It's stupid. <laughs> They aren't even human. One's a cat and one's a skunk. This I'm trying to explain to them. <laughs> and I always thought that the lady cat was repelled, not because that, they, you know, that, uh, you know, Peppy was too touchy-feely, you know, which he was. he stinks. He stinks. <laughs> but he ran away because he's a skunk. And he yeah. smells. I mean, I never thought of it as sexual until you fucking guys brought it up. <laughs> it's like, why? Why? You know, uh, I don't much more inappropriate uh, uh, cartoon animals than that. Uh, Yeah, I know. But you see, I don't get my standards for intersexual human interaction from a cartoon I watched when I was four. (laughs) So, I mean, and don't tell me about human interaction. That's what I really get pissed me off. It's like, kids, don't tell me about human interaction. I still remember when you were playing with your own shit in public and swallowing friggin Legos. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I. I get it. It's a pain in the ass for us 60-year-olds, you know, to think. And all I can say, the simple truth is that every one and last one of us has to shut the fuck up. <laughs> we do. We do. And what, because most of the people that are behind the woke movement that I'm talking about are young people. They're 18 to 24-year-olds. The next generation that we're basically condemning to living out their lives on a planet that, you know, Mad Max 2. I, I don't know. It could be. I don't know. So that alone should allow us to say. Now, I'm not saying that every rich white conservatives are responsible for the lack of action and climate change for the last 50 years. But you know something, Randy, if you think about it. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I think they kind of are. Uh, this is my my comment to this Bill Maher thing is watching rich right celebrities getting uncomfortable with the left, hauling out the woke movement as a reason liberals and young people are angry, I find to be a total straw man argument. <laughs> to classify their rage as just an argument of whether or not we should ban breakfast activities or gone with the wind is an insult. And it's the only argument that the right and people on the right want to have. They don't want to talk about climate change or the fact that social mobility in, you know, I mean, you know, America, you know, social mobility is like 27th in the world now, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't want to talk about war against a young woman's abortion rights. They don't want to talk about the fact that young people still arrive into the world of work in debt, living in their parents' house, paying out the astronomical student loan, and watching rich white fucks buy their third property investment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, by the way, the the people who are pissed at you guys 
are not latte liberals. They're the kids who are serving you the latte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like AOC, you know? And they're spitting in it. <laughs> yes. So maybe they have the right to be pissed. So when you go on about being woke... Just eat your shit and like it. <laughs> just, just fucking shut up. <laughs> and the other thing that occurred to me when I was listening to this cut is like, who the hell is fucking Donnie Deutsch, the former ad man on Morning Joe, who said he would vote for Trump if they nominated Bernie, and Chuck Hotmike, New Year's Eve at Mar-a-Lago, Scarborough, both former Republicans, get off telling that us Democrats are too extreme, as I said before. <laughs> we, we really don't appreciate your advice, but if we had to say one thing, I think it'd be this. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Yeah. I don't remember asking you a goddamn, goddamn thing. thing. You will shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you fuck up playing this Trump for eight years. You will hang not on, say on. shit to any of us about anything. <laughs> that's not Samuel L. Jackson because you didn't say motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I didn't ask you Republicans a goddamn thing. I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? (laughs) Man, I'll tell you, man, there's so many times I just wish we had Samuel L. Jackson in the White House. (laughs) I think we could run that ticket. Samuel L. Jackson and Joe Pecci for the Democratic nomination. So that's about all I got, Randy. Um... And well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> if that's all you've got, if that's all you've got. I'm going to talk like Samuel Jackson for the rest of the episode. Uh, it's a cheese royale. <laughs> a cheese royale. It's not a, a quarter pounder with cheese. No, it's a cheese royale. Cheese royale. Man, that's a good <laughs> I, I just, I just love it. I just love him, man. I'm tired of these Republicans on this motherfucking plane. Um, okay, so why don't we uh, get our courses in a row, and we'll be back in one second with Randy's rant, ladies and gentlemen. You know it, you love it, you can't. And I'm ranting. I'm really ranting. He's ranting today here on show 274. Last thing before we go here tonight, this is a local news story from our station up in Boston with a twist, a literal twist. So we're just going to roll the story for you. This is from reporter Catherine Underwood from Channel 10 in Boston, NBC affiliate, and it features a man who played a memorable and prominent role in the riot and desecration of our capital and his plans to run for office based on his newfound notoriety. Jason Riddle is still working on the details of his campaign. I guess let's get back to work. I guess that should be the, the slogan I'm going to go with. You might remember Riddle after seeing this photo. He's the man from Keene, New Hampshire, who admitted to entering the Capitol building on January 6th and chugging from a bottle of wine he found in a lawmaker's office. In the long run... If you're running for office, I guess any attention is good attention, so I think it'll help me. Riddle says he received death threats after his involvement in the riots was made public, but he says he's also heard from a lot of people asking him to run for an elected position. What does being at the riots do for your campaign? Tells them I show up. I'm going to actually 
I'll keep my promises and, and um, make some changes. Okay, so it's not over. We've just chosen to stop it here for a second to prepare you for the good part. And so here's the payoff. He says he's running against Democrat Annie Custer in the 2022 midterm elections. Custer is currently in her fifth term as a U.S. Congresswoman representing New Hampshire's second district. I thought Ann was a state representative. No. Damn. So a state rep is in the in the state house in Concord. Yeah, that's what Ann is. No, no, no. She's in Washington. Oh, well, I guess I got to run against that then. So Washington it is. The problem right now, though, is that Riddle is prohibited from D.C. while he faces several misdemeanor charges for his alleged role in the riots. Despite my ongoing legal problems, I'm supposed to live my life how I want to live it. And uh, it's something I want to do. So why not do it? Catherine Underwood to take us off the air tonight. Here's the takeaway. If you have one of these insurrection enthusiasts near you in your community, prompted by their newfound fame to run for office, they may need your help. Please assist them by directing them to the correct race. Maybe also explain the branches of government, both federal and while you're at it, probably state government as well. Gentlemen, it's time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. Oh, Randy, that's uh, painful. Uh, 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 you wouldn't want to get on Brian Williams' bad side, would you? Just... Oh, but the fact that you can get shot down by Brian Williams, I, I so swear dry. to God. You know, everyone says, Bill, you know, you're so when you say the world is like the, the America is going to die of stupid. I uh, listen to it back. I mean, maybe that's too much. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, no. it's not. They, uh, uh, she's in the state house. I, I, I thought she was. Uh, she's in the Washington. Uh, Where I am I I'll going? Have against, uh, I'll have to go run against that. Yes, <laughs> man. Uh, 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 I don't want to. Uh, uh, every uh, time. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, what you got? What do you got for your rant? Well, I wanted to wish all the fathers happy Father's Day because in America it was Father's Day. Um, when is it Father's uh, Day here? Is it the same day? No, it's in September. Oh, ours is in September. Why is that? In Australia. I don't know. I mean, Mother's Day is the same, but yeah, other yeah, days yeah. are different. So, okay. I mean. All right. We don't She's, celebrate the Fourth of July. I'm going to chart out when I'm going to get we my still have know, it. get anyway. my tie. You know, the thing <laughs> the thing that I'm going to anyway. get. Yeah. You know. So that okay. uh, everybody in America is going uh, uh, losing their minds over their fathers. So I uh, I was just going to say Happy Father uh, to former President U.S. President Donald Trump mm. uh, in a bid for uh, donations. Yes. Uh, for his Save America. Uh, Save America back. Save America uh, made a statement by the, uh, the 45th president of the United States of America. Happy Father's Day to all, uh, including the all the losers in the world, um, the radical left, the rhinos, uh, and hopefully eventually everybody will come together. You know what a rhino is? Did He, he had a slag at people just wish, wishing somebody Father's Day. Yeah. Rhinos are Republicans in name only, so he even disses on them. 
angry old ball of cholesterol, you'd think yeah. he'd be having a stroke by now. Happy Father's you know, Day seriously, to all. God. <laughs> Just loses anyway. it over shit. Save uh, America. Give me money. Okay. Now, give me money. down to my... In a brown uh, paper bag, man. <laughs> I can't believe it. Cocaine. They'll give it, to him. they'll give it to him, too. Oh, they will. Hopefully, okay. get, hopefully he's Adderall now, and cocaine addiction still up. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. He's got... He's got to have. Maybe he has to have it delivered. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. Over the last couple of weeks, uh, we talked about something called critical race theory. Yes, we did. Now, uh, it's now come to Australia. I didn't realize this, but mm. you know when America uh, sneezes, Australia catches pneumonia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah, it's that way. So anyway. The, the Australian Senate has decided to reject any critical race theory from the national curriculum just when the national curriculum finally arrived at inclu- being inclusive of Australia's First Nations people uh, and their experiences since the British invasion. I'm doing mm. uh, uh, quote commas, uh, which uh, because invasion is under international law at the time, is exactly what it was. They called Australia Terra Nellis. So right. uh, we we now have those same people who are saying uh, you cannot teach critical race theory because it makes white people look bad and feel uncomfortable. Uh, oh well. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> now I th- I thought no, it was uh, interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Now you go ahead. It's your no, show. No 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 no. Go ahead. All right. Now it's no accident that. All throughout the 20th century, we studied, mm-hmm. we, 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 were, we were given distractions. We, we studied Helen Keller instead of uh, W.E.B. Dubois, who was a, a, a black rights uh, person around the turn of the last century. We mm-hmm. learned about the, the Watts and the L.A. riots, but we didn't learn about Tulsa or Wilmington, which was another race riot uh, run mm-hmm. by whites and... Uh, Killed hundreds of black people. We didn't learn. We learned that George Washington's dancers were made out of wood, but we didn't learn, and it's never been taught that the teeth were actually pulled out of the mouths of his slaves. Um, mm. You know, we learned about black ghettos, but we learned never learned about Black Wall Street. Uh, right. We learned about the New Deal, but not redlining. Right. You know, when Tommy Smith in the at the Mexico Olympics put his fist up at the air. Uh, mm. We learned about that, but we didn't learn that the next day he was sent home and stripped of his medals. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, we learn about black crime, but white criminals are never lumped together and discuss- discussed in terms of their race. You know, white guys robbed a bank or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, we've yeah. learned about states' rights. Uh, we, we learned that states' rights calls, caused the Civil War. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah. in actual fact, slavery was mentioned 80 times in the Articles mm. of Secession. Yeah. Um, so history is being rewritten by <coughs> not, <coughs> not the winners, but by the whites, and they don't want people to study that. No. Racism, no. Is, racism is being perpetuated by the people who refuse to learn or acknowledge that reality, and they're mm. just, it's because they feel uncomfortable. Well, I mean, you are always. This is happening around the world. The more you see conservative governments get into power, like they do here in Australia, we have a conservative government, by the way. Yeah. Who is, you know, <laughs> just 
Well, the here's, here's another one. Climate in, in change 18... deniers, you know, they're the same rabble. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and, you know, and, I mean, co- uh, and coal is good. Coal and gas are good. Yeah, yeah, but let's not go off on that. I'm just saying that the authoritarians yeah. out there and the conservative here's governments, another... I am not surprised to see them pick up something which is really just, you know, you're, you're just looking for a spanner to hit liberals over the head with. And as I said in my last segment, you know, a lot of the – the, the obsession with, you know, race theory is a distraction so you don't have to talk about things that are really, really important, like the fact that, you know, youth unemployment for black people is still upwards of 15 to 20 percent in certain areas, or that you still have a race problem than that. You'd rather get upset that they're calling you racist when, point in fact, the way the society actually works is racist <laughs> so you know yeah, you're getting the, upset about something that actually does exist and you know you're you're getting pulled up for people pointing it out to you if it's factual well, I, but they, you know but, but you got nowhere are, to stand are to, people are trying to just uh they they don't know what it is they're saying it's teaching uh, white people to feel guilty which it's not critical no, but race that's, theory that's is just, stu- that's that's a few puerile twelve year old mind at work, and then of course I'm talking about people who listen to Fox News. Yeah. You don't have to be personally guilty for it, but you do have to have some sort of acknowledgement and understanding of the context with with within which your particular society works. Yeah, you know when you discuss and, and try to make an informed uh, discussion about whether or not there's racism in your country and whether or not we have to work to correct it. You can't understand it unless you understand the context and what race theory is about. It's about exactly, how the society exactly. reflects that. You know, if and, you don't want to he- if you don't want to hear something that's, you know, true oh. and it just pisses you off, well, I'm sorry, Gomer. <laughs> you know, fuck off. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Golly, golly, Sergeant Carter. Oh, yes, you're right. We have to, if, if we're doomed to repeat it if we don't study yeah. it. It's just like everything else. And uh, your, your thing about Harper Lee and To Kill a Mockingbird has to be studied because regardless if it keeps people, makes people uncomfortable, what's there is true. Yep, that's right. Even though it's a fiction, it's, it's that's true. That's right. Uh, one, one, uh, um, one more thing. I, di- I didn't realize this, but all of the southern states, mm. in 1866, the 13th Amendment was passed, mm. which ended slavery. But all of the southern states began to arrest black people for the most ridiculous crimes and then lease them back to the very farms that had lost their slaves. The more and, and this more went you on discover until about not- it, it's... Horrific. It went on till 1940. It went on till 1940. More than 800,000 men, women, and children, Mm. children were were taken in until they were 21. Wow. And so it was a system of convict labor called peonage, peon, you know, peonage. And all the white Southern farmers profited by it. And all of the white policemen uh, were, uh, there were no black policemen, only white policemen, and they were arrested on the most ridiculous, ridiculous little charges. Oh. Like uh, you couldn't have a black preacher 
for a black congregation without special permission for every single service and things like that. I mean, you know, my I, God, it's just shocking. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, why do you have to mention that? <laughs> I know. I mean, if we I having a conversation about I, racism, why would you mention that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. What's next, Barry? Okay. What's next, Randy? Okay, let's get off of uh, this, and we'll get on to um, uh, uh, my religious, total religious nut. Have job you got a religious nut job the for the for the week? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Bill. I'll apologize to you in advance, and I'll apologize to the listeners. Okay. I mean, you and I, I guess, um, are offended by these guys, these hate preachers, more than most. My brother. Uh, is gay and married. Your son is gay, mm. and we don't mm. uh, take kindly to people who tell us that this person deserves to die. Yeah. Now, this guy, Jonathan Shelley, from the Steadfast Baptist Church in Hearst, Texas. Oh yeah. H U R. Yeah. Anyway, he the, the, the uh, Pride March last weekend in uh, Florida, mm. uh, where a truck plowed into everybody. Yeah. And uh, one person was killed and two were severely injured. Um, this is the uh, part of his sermon, which was only two days ago, the 22nd. So play the, play the clip. It's only short. Is this going to hurt? Is this going to make just, me upset? I, is this going to make me really upset? <laughs> well, that's that's why I thought I'd want one. Okay, you, and then right. you could just throw it back to me and, and I'll talk. All right. Just like so Jesus the wanted, uh, the reverend has something to say about the gays. Okay. Strap in. Here we go. It's, it's going beyond just saying you do all this wicked stuff. It's saying you enjoy it. You enjoy murder. You enjoy malignity. You enjoy hating God. Look, there's only one group that enjoys that. It's the pride parades going up and down the street. Yeah. And, you know, it's great when trucks accidentally go through those, you know, parades. <laughs> I think only one person died, so hopefully we can hope for more in the future. You say, well, that's mean. Yeah, but the Bible says that they're worthy of death. You say, are you sad when fags die? No, I think it's great. I hope they all die. I would love it if every fag would die right now. And you say, well, I don't think that's what you really mean. That's exactly what I mean. I really mean it. Yeah, and you're a psycho, and I really mean that too. (laughs) Now, it takes a particular kind of person to be a hate preacher. Mm. A hate preacher that wants uh, Caitlyn Jenner to be killed and, and murdered um, because mm. she's a, a transsexual. Um, mm. uh, he, uh, he and Stephen Anderson, remember our friend Stephen from uh, Arizona? Mm. Um, he He's just, you know, he wants all the disgusting perverts and gays and pedophiles. The Bible says they're all worthy of death. And well, you know, I mean, you know, he's what, the guy what, that, that wanted the the, the shooter from Orlando, uh, uh, who mm. who thought he was uh, wonderful. He he spoke in an event to yeah. honor them. I mean, these people. Well, now you know. I mean, it's like what you will notice mm-hmm. is a what he's saying is repellent. What he's saying is disgusting. What he's saying is so far away from Christian, you couldn't find it with a stick. Uh, this is what the Nazis dealt with. This is a guy advocating, you know, wholesale slaughter of people that you don't like. Yeah. This guy's a fucking fascist. He's a, he's a bigot and a fascist. But and you know something? Picking the eyes you out know of You know something? No, wait, wait, wait. Just let me get that yeah. in. You know, you know something? 
it's a small room and there aren't that many people in it. Yeah. Because when when he was like, I was like, kind of like uh, yeah, yeah. he's a little maggot in the bottom of some fucking, you know. I mean, these guys crawl out from under their shells, and these this is this is the same as it ever was, man. The only reason these numbskulls have any fucking balls to actually stand up and voice this hideous fucking crap is because Trump was around and said, yeah, it's okay. Get out of your fucking halls. You know? Anyway. But they're, but they're literally, but they're just literally picking the eyes out of the Bible. They, you know, they probably, they, he, he has a beard. Yeah, but what you do you know, expect from a I mean, peanut butter grunt, Randy? Yeah, he has tats. They, yeah, so no, he's selective. a scumbag. They're just selective, and it's terrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I, I know. Uh, it, it drives me crazy, but you get to the point where you just sit there and go, they're, they're you know, they're, they're fucking pawn scum. Okay, here's, here's, you know, here's really, a little, they're flim, here's a tag, they're nothing. Yeah, yeah. Here's a little tag huh? for you, little tag for you. Your friend uh, Louis Gohmert uh, from Texas actually gave mm. this preacher uh, $5,500, uh, I'm sure he did, but he, he said it was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> when, when he was called, I meant he, the uh, Nazi party. What am I saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. not donating <laughs> to the right authoritarians. Now, before what's we, going on? Okay, before we go, my my uh, pinup girl. Um, I'd like to play one track from her, Anna Kessler. Well, if she called you, a, if you tell, called her a pinup girl, she'd sock you in the fucking nuts. I know, nuts. Anna, Anna Kasparian. <laughs> Uh, Anna Kasparian, yeah. who's 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 the second Young Turk. <coughs> excuse yeah. me. She uh, had a, she made a uh, a statement about two years ago, and admittedly three years ago, two thousand eighteen. Um, and uh, recently, it went viral, and she could not work yeah. out why something she said. <coughs> Whoa! What mm. the hell was that? Um, she said. I don't know why this went viral. So she went back and had a look. It turns out, 100 days ago in Poland, they absolutely mm. banned every single uh, reason for having an abortion, including birth defects. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Apparently, somebody heard her little, her little piece. It's not very long. It's only a minute long. Heard her little piece. And it went viral in Poland and everywhere else in Europe. And all of a sudden now, she's this huge thing for something she, she said three years ago. Anyway, I'd like our listener to hear it because I think she is okay. so she's so eloquent and she gives such a serve to people who literally translate the Bible. These comments might be strong, but it's how I genuinely feel. Um, I don't care that you're a Christian. I don't care what the Bible says. Like, I feel like it's a clown show, like sitting here trying to decipher what your little mythical book has to say about these very real political issues, right? I don't care if you're Christian. In fact, I will fight for you to have your religious liberty and practice your Christianity. I believe in that. I don't believe in Christianity, which means that you do not get to dictate the way I live my life based on your religion. I don't care 
what the Bible says. You have every right in the world, all those women who identify with your religion have every right in the world to not get an abortion, to not take birth control, but they do not have the right to dictate my life and what I decide to do with my body. I don't care about your goddamn religion. I'm so tired of having nonstop conversations about what the Bible says. You live your life in the way that you interpret the Bible. Again, I don't care, but you don't get to take the Bible and tell me, well, the Bible says this in this chapter and this verse, I don't care. I don't care, I don't believe in it, and I have the right, based on our Constitution, to not believe in it. Oh, Anna, you're smoking. Uh, yeah. yeah Anna Kasparian talking to the women of Poland and the women, women everywhere. Uh, but uh, this was actually three years ago about a, a yeah. totally different issue. But uh, yeah. the, the remarkable thing is, is that the Bible in 10 places says life begins with the first breath. Now, uh, I don't know of any uh, of these hardline preachers and anti-abortion right to life preachers who ever would address that. Yeah. The fact that it actually says that. They'll yeah. just say, oh, no, you can't do that. Well, no, it's against the Bible. It's not, in fact. Life begins at the first breath, not the first heartbeat, not the first wiggling of toes and fingers, but at the first breath. Okay. Anyway, uh, I, I like that she has, that woman is a firecracker. She's got passion, and mm. I love listening and she's to her right. talk. And she's, and she's right. right. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. it is what I've always said in the show, and I know you agree with me. What, what gets yeah. me about the religious right, no matter what religion you happen to practice, <laughs> no matter where you are on the spectrum, whether you're Islamic, a fundamentalist, or whether you're a Zionist, or whether you're a freak, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian, you, you don't have the arrogance of the assumption that you have the right to dictate other people's lives in a free society is quite beyond me. I mean, where do you get that surety? You don't have any surety. Yeah. And, and the idea that I would ever presume to tell a woman what to do with her body is disgusting. It's disgusting. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, I love Anna. She's absolutely right. Yeah. And I don't care what your religion says. So fuck off. Do I bother you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Gomer. Yeah, it. Gomer. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Sam, I don't believe I asked you a goddamn thing. Hey, hey, <laughs> it's a cheese royale, not a quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> anyway, I think that'll wrap us up for today. Oh, uh, another week, another week, another show. Another week, another show. I hope you enjoy our new weekly shows, guys. If uh, you have a chance, uh, drop us a line at thebills.xpr at gmail.com. And uh, we will see you next week for our daily discussion of the events in American politics. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Happy trails to you. Bye. Bye, Randy. Bye, Willie.